Six lines from the bottom of Mandala and Beis. We continue to discuss the Machlekes between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbanon. Rabbanon learned from the fact that Terry says in Nazir cannot eat a piece of bread that was soaked in wine. And Terry is being mechadish to us. If you have a glass of water that is completely muttered to Nazir and you soak grapes in it and now the water gets a taste of wine and Nazir is us to drink the wine-flavored water as we look at the entire drink and it's actually wine at this point and therefore it's all us to Nazir. And Rabbi Kiva agreed with this insight. Now, just to point out that of course the grapes are meat of this mixture and generally it will be bottle right but the chiddush is that there's a new concept of tam ke'ika that bittel doesn't apply and we have a din that we say tam ke'ika up to shishim but if the mamashas is less than 160th then we say that it can't be it was tam ke'ika and if it's for example someone that isn't a nausea and is muttered to drink wine would taste it and therefore he would tell us that he doesn't have a taste of wine or a guy would taste a mixture of, for example of bas and tell us that there's no taste of milk in the meat but we go with the ratio of 1 and 60th at that point it would be bottle bride as the standard in the Torah is that there's bitter bride also keep in mind that there's a machlis between Rashi and Rebbein Tam if Tam Ke'ika is an Issa and a Dindra Banan or if it's a Dindra Raisa we paskin that Tam Ke'ika like Taisa says is a Dindra Raisa and we're going to go with that idea within our Surya also we said that the Rabbanan hold that once we learn Tam Ke'ika from Nazir we can also learn from Nazir to Klaim and to Allah and to Chalatari Kula based on Kavachem since Nazir is more Kal in three different ways. Number one, it's only a temporary Issa. Number two, it's Mutabana. And number three, the Nazir can actually remove the Issa completely through being Matin Nadir from a Chacham, as we explained yesterday. And as the Bryce actually said yesterday, Mikad Atadan, Lechol Terekula, that is the din of Tam Ke'ika. Now, just like the Rabbana held that from Mishras we learned the din of Tam Ke'ika, Lechol Terekula, we also saw that Rabbi Kiva holds that we learned from the word Mishras that the din is by a Nazir that Heta is Mitzdar for Issa. Now, although Rabbi Kiva learned from Mishras by Nazir that there's a din of Hetamitzaf, so, so for example, if you have a bunch of wine that was seeped into a piece of bread and you eat a half a zayas of wine, you didn't actually eat a full zayas of the wine itself, and then you ate some bread and the bread didn't necessarily, that part of the bread didn't even have some wine infused in it, the din is that it's a mitzaf to each other and you rechayef for eating a kezayas of wine. That's the chiddush of Mishras Lafi Rabbi Kiva. But even though Rabbi Kiva said that that's a din b'negei Nazir, Rabbi Yechanan said that specifically by Nazar Lefi the Rabbanon and not by anywhere else in the Torah aside for Lefi Rabbelezer potentially by Chomets on Pesach and by the din of Sa'ar B'Bal Taktiru as we learned yesterday according to Zairi. In any case prior to starting Gemara let's just understand the difference between Hetem and Sa'af and Tam Ke'ika. So Hetem and Sa'af is I'm eating a half of a Kazais of an actual Issa which is Be'en together with a half of a Zayis of Heta whereas by Tam Ke'ika there is almost no Issa that is Be'en but the entire Kazais takes like this, so, so a glass of wine infused water is tamkika, and we look at the entire glass, and it is also even though it's not real isa be'en necessarily. However, by hetem and isa is where a piece of bread is soaked in wine, but part of the bread has no wine in it at all, and even that bread, which is completely mutter, can be mitzvah with the wine. And since this person ate a kezayis of food, even though only half of a zayis was of isa, he would still be chayiv malchus. That is the pasuk chol between these two dinim. And in any case, let's start the Gemara. Amalei Ravach Beit Rav Abel Rav Ashi Mid Rabbanu Nishma Rav Kiva L'Chayr from the Yisrael Rabbanu. We should understand the Din of Rav Kiva, which means Milei Am Rabbanu. Did Rabbanu just say that Mishras Lit in Tam Kika from from Nazir? We learned the Din of Tam Kika, and therefore they said Mikan at the Don L'Chol Yisrael Shuvatayra that they take the Din of Tam Kika they learned from Nazir, and they said you can learn from Nazir, which was more Kal to all other Yisrael Shuvatayra that the same Din applies the Tam Kika. So therefore L'Chayr Le Rav Kiva Nami according to Rav Kiva also we know that Rav Kiva held Mishras teaches us Lehetem 
and Stav Lissa, that is a din of Hetem and Stav Lissa, and therefore we should say, and we said before for Abiyachla that that's not true. That the fear of Akiva, the only thing Mishra teaches us is din of Hetem and Stav Lissa, but the gay and Nazir, but we don't take that and now move it to all other din of Matariah. We should have said the same Kabbalah, which say, and even though it's so kal that Naziris has these kulas, still we said that we said Heta is mitzvah. So, so by kolatari kula, we should say the same thing that by klayim and by arla, as well as all other two entire, we should say Heta mitzvah. So, on that the Gemara answers on Malayr of Ashri sponsor of Acher Breder of Avia. We turn to Mavheim and Aleph that the reason why the Fiyar Bekiva we don't say we learn from Mishra's kolatari kula is because Mishudavin Nazir bechatash takesum bonkecha veEmalabdin. That is a regular concept in the Torah when you have two different parshas that say the same chiddush, then we can't learn from them because that's why the Torah says in two spots to tell us that it's only over here, but not for the rest of the Torah. So therefore, if it would only say by Nazar, we would be able to learn as we had the Kabbalah before, and as your Rabbanon actually learned Benigayat Din and Tam Kekah, since there's no problem of Shteksum Abangach Lofi Rabbanon, Benigayat Tam Kekah. However, Lofi Rabbakiva, that learns the Din of Hetem and Staff Lissa from the word Mishras, therefore he has a problem because he also has another Din Benigayat Chatas that teaches us the same thing of Hetem and Staff Lissa, and therefore Shteksum then you can't learn it to any way that the Torah. Now, where do we see that? Nazi Hadamar, Nazi is like we just learned from Mishras, and Chatas Mayi, what's the case of Chatas? The time we have a Baisa, call Ashi Yigub Sar Yikdash. We have a din in the Torah that if you have Chulin, or if you have Kachim, that's Kachikalim, for example, Shlomim, that touches in a Chatas, and a Chatas, of course, is Kachikachim and has other dinim than Kachim Kalim. For example, it's Mohammer in the sense that you can't take in a Chutz Makitza of the Azar, whereas Kachim Kalim you could take in the entire Yishlaim, and also that Kachim Kalim, for example, could be eaten for two days and one night. Masha'en and Chatas could only be eaten for one day and one night. And the Torah teaches us Yikdash, as Rashi says, Lias Kamaya, that it becomes exactly like the Chatas. And therefore, for example, Shemsula Hesar Chatas could go in Pigal, or Psul Achatipasal. First of all, if the Chatas was Pigal or another Psul, then the actual Shlom or the Chulim become Pasal and you can't eat it. Avzu Shabalari Mena, because there's a Blia that goes into the Chulim or into the Shlom Vim Ksheri, if it's Kasha Yachatas, Mahanyal Belasi Mena, has a dinam of the chatas that gets consumed within the shlom and within chulun that only could be the lefnim and aklayim ula zichre kuna and only a zachav kuna could eat and not women ula only for one day and one night and the gemara continues yachal filu you might think that even if there's no bleas it just touched it then it would also have this din but not that it has to be cooked together tamloim and bibsar it has to be actually belua in the basa achiyiv lebib basa until it actually goes into the basa itself and lefiar bekiva we learn it should be exactly like it. If the actual chatas is possible, then the shlomim or the chulim becomes possible. As we just explained, but that's based on the concept of hetem and saraf So you see two dinim in the Torah, one by nazi and one by chatas of hetem and saraf lisa, and therefore shteksu and belgechad ve'em malabdin. Fact more, our brother Nami never nazi bechatas shteksu and belgechad ve'em malabdin. Just like by the nazi, it taught us, taught us the din of kamkeiko. Lachayor over here by kachim, it also teaches us lufira. On the din of Tam and we should say now it's Sheikh Suvan Bonkachot, Be'em Melamdin. On that Gemara says, Amru, Hani, Mitzuch, Srich, Lefidra, Abonnon, we're going to say, we need both Psukim. They both come tell us its own Chiddush, Nazir and Chatas, and therefore it's not in the same category of Sheikh Suvan Bonkachot. Zakimar, Rabbi Kiva, Lechayer, Rabbi Kiva, we should all say that there's a Tzrichi. In fact, Gemara, my Tzrichi, what is the Tzrichi? So, Bishleim, Ikas, Rachman, and Bechatas, if it would only say Bechatas, like Gabbin, Nazmin, Ain Chalami, we couldn't learn Nazir from it. The Chulim, and Katzman, like Gabbin, we can't learn any. Din of Chulun from Kachim, like Rashi says, because the din 
Kachim Lias Chamurim. Kachim always has Chamur Dikadinim, and therefore we'd understand that maybe Kachim has a different din than Chulin. That's why we have to say it also by Nazir. El Lichter Rechmanim Nazir. Let the din of Hetem and Staff be said by Nazir by Mishras, Betesi Chatas, and then come and bring Chatas, Betikimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
Mishmol. Rabbi Yudah says the name Mishmol. We have two different limudim how to learn the Mishnah. Loishanol. The only time we said the Mishnah that you chayit to buyer the actual chametz at all. El b'makom shein esuin lechazik only in a place. For example, on the side walls of the bowl where it's not made in order to be mechazik the bowl. For example, you can still hold water in the bowl because it's not going to seep through the bottom. El b'makom shein esuin lechazik. If you're placing it on the bottom of the bowl where you're closing up a hole in order at this point that the water should not fall out of the bowl, that ain't a chayiv levar. You're not going to be chayiv levar because, like Rashi says, it's completely bottle because it's keitz ba'alma because your kavana is that should remain there and it's actually serving the purpose of becoming like the bowl itself. Mechlal, the Gemara says, from what your Rabbi Huda said in the Mishmur, we learned the pachad b'chazayis in the Mishnah when we said that if it's less than the chazayis, the din is that you don't have to even buy It's mashma filu b'makom Even if this chazayis was on the side wall with not so chasher because it doesn't have to be mechazikit, the water in any case is not going to fall out. Ain't a chayiv levar, which is a big kula that you don't have to get rid of chametz since it's only a chetzis Even though it's in a makom where it's not chasher, and you would think that you have to get rid of it. Kamashma mishda, major kula that you don't have to get rid of it. Ikdamasla asefa, and some learned to dinner Rabbi Huda Mishmol on the safe itself. And according to this version, it's going to come out of chumrah that we said in the safe in la bottle of mutai. And if it's not a full kizayis, then it's bottle of mutai, and you don't have to be invited as chametz on that. I'm Rabbi Huda Mishmol. The only time we said that you don't have to get rid of a chetzis is only if it's on the bottom of the bowl and therefore it's keeping the water in so then it's considered chashub and therefore you don't have to get rid of it. However, if it's in a makam then it doesn't need chizit. For example, on the side walls then chayiv levar even if half a chetzis you have to get rid of it at that point. And therefore it's mashed from this the chetzis that if you have a chetzis even if it's in a point where it's in the bottom of the bowl and therefore you need it there in order to make sure the water doesn't sit Seep out and it's chashim. We still say that no bitter applies, even if he is actually mevatel pepeh, because a kezayis is actually a chashim thing, and therefore chayiv levar. You have to get rid of that chametz. The Gemara says tiny kolish kama, tiny kolish baso. We have a brayso that seems like the lush kama, and the brayso is mashpa chumra like the lush baso. And it's actually going to say exactly words of Rabbi Yudam Moshevul. Tiny kolish kama, potzer shebetzitka reva b'makom ha'osel chazik. If it's in a place where you need it to be mechazik, for example, on the bottom bowl, ain't it chaitzit? It's not a chaitzit. However, if it's in a place where it's not used to be mechazik, for example, on the side walls, then you can be oiva on chametz pesach. Now, the brayser says, when did we say that? Only because eyes. This is the kula. I feel even on the side walls, there's no problem, and you can actually leave it there on pesach, and there is no chiv of beer because it's pachas mechazayis. And the gemara brings the second. Bryce and this is going to be like the Lisha Basra, but Tanya Kalisha Basra, and this is going to be again a Chumrah. And the Bryce says, But it should be Sitkarev, but Makaba Asul Chazak, and a Chaitzbe in Oiva. If you have a dough that's in the cracks of a bowl, if it's in a place where it's Asul Chazak, which means at this point, at the bottom of the bowl where the water could seep out, then the din is it's not a Chatzitza, and you're not Oiva on the din of Chametz on Pesach, and we turn to him, hey, Ahmed Bez. But Bimakam Shein Asul Chazak, if the dough is actually in a spot in a crack where it's not made Lachazak, which means on the side, Walls of the bowl, chaitzitz is actually a chaitzitzah for mikvah, but even your ayvan chametz from Pesach. The Gemara explains, when do we say this? Only if that is less than kazayis. I feel kazayis. I feel the makom be also lechazik chaitzitz of ayvan. However, if it's a full kazayis, even if it's in a place where it's being used in order to fill a crack that's going to have seepage over there, for example, on the bottom of the bowl, the din is that's a chaitzitzah and your ayvan it. So you see a chumra over there, and you see like the lish the baster of a hudam shmuel. The Gemara says lechayir kasha and dadi lechayir. We have two brides that steer each other. Our Ravuna, Ravuna says, Let's get rid of the first.
first brisa, and because we have the second brisa, which is more chamal, like Rashi says, they ain't a mishnah. It's not a mishnah, which means it's not a legitimate and a genuine brisa. And it therefore would come out the fear of Huna that since we only look at the second brisa, not the first brisa, it will come out also that we look at the second lashon of Rabbi Huda, the name of Shmuel, and not the first lashon, and we go lechumro. But Rabbi how can you say you're taking away Tanoim from this world? Tanoim, it's actually going to be Machalik Tanoim, meaning that you have the first price and the second price. It seems like a steer. We don't just say get rid of one price, so we just say that's going to be Machalik Tanoim. Now, what is the basis of the Machalik Tanoim? Let's explain. The basis of that Machalik is between the first and second Lashon is where the first Lashon held a Kula, and if you have a Kazais of Chomets in an area that is Chashim and filling up a crack that is in the bottom of the bowl and retaining the water in the bowl, then we look at this dough as a piece of wood and it's completely bottled and there is no need for beer. And a chetzizayis would not even need beer, even if it's only on the sidewall, because the piece of comets that's less than kezayis is not chashav at all. However, the second Russian holds that since a kezayis is a double chashav, even if it's being used to retain the water in the bowl, it still needs to be removed. Masha'enken, a chetzizayis doesn't need beer if it's being used to retain the water and it's stuck into a crack on the bottom of the bowl, since it's performing a chashav function, and since it's less than a kezayis, so it's bottle. But once again, a full kezayis, since it's chashav, can never be bottle. So the Gemara says this follows. The time we have a brisa, pasha If you have bread that became moldy, you have to get rid of it. Because you could still use it to crumble it, and you could go and use it as a leavening agent for many pieces of dough. And that's why it's still chayiv bebiya. However, when do we say that only if that piece of dough is still something that it could be used for achila, as we explained, that you could go and crumble it and use it as a leavening agent. However, if you have a block of tsar and that is actually put aside and you said, I'm going to use it as a chair, for example, then it's bottle. It's not considered a michael anymore and therefore there's no dinner beer anymore. And the Gemara fears us. Rav Shimbalaza says that as long as you make the tsar into a block, even though that your could still use it as, as food, it's considered bottle, even though it's a kazais. However, the Tanakama must hold that even though you made it into a block, it's still not considered bottle because Lemais is over Kazais, and therefore you can never be bottle it, similar to the case that we had Benigea the bowl, that even if you place it in the bottom, it's holding out the water, and therefore it seems to be using it as a chash of a function, it's still not going to be bottled because it's over Kazais, and therefore Lechayer the Tanakam is going like the second Russian, and he holds a Chumrah that once something is Kazais, it can't go and be bottled, and therefore he's going like the second Russian of Rabbi Huda Meshmul and like the second Brisa, and Rabbi Shimon Ben-Laza holds like the first Russian of Rabbi Huda Meshmul and like the first price, so that even if you have an item that's over Kazayas, it could still be bottle as long as you did it and you went and made it bottle. For example, like the Kupa Sarshi Yichtul Yeshiva, that's bottle. Now the Gemara says, that's very nice. You responded and you explained the differences between the Brisa and the case where they were Kazayas itself. It was more than Kazayas that we explained. One's Rav Shimon and one's in Tanakama. However, Pachas Bechazayas Mitaratza, there was also another Machalikas between the two Brises where it was less than the Kazayas. According to the first Brises, it didn't was that Pachas Bechazayas, even if it's on the sidewalls, it is something that's going to be bottled and you don't have to remove it. Whereas in the second b'risa, we said that if it's pachas b'chazayis, the only time you don't have to remove it is if it's on the bottom of the kli, but if it's on the sidewalls, you actually have to remove it. The Gemara says, Really, we can say both b'risa actually going to Rabbi Shimon Ben-Lazah, the Gemara explains that although the b'risa seem to be exactly the same, and therefore it would seem that they're chalik on each other because they speak about makam shalasalachazik and makam shalayasalachazik, However, the Brisa actually talking about two different things, and therefore they both could go like the Shita Rabshim Malaza, meaning that they are actually not two 
areas of the bowl that are referred to the makam asl chazik and makam she'ini asl chazik, but there are actually three areas of the bowl that we were talking about. The actual bottom of the bowl where water will seep out of the cracks, that's one part. The side walls of the bowl, there's also an area that dough and water can potentially leak out of while you're kneading the dough. And there's also the top lip of the bowl that there was really no need at all to fill up the cracks over there because nothing will actually seep out of that area and therefore it's not really necessary to fill them up. And therefore, Rav Shimon is explaining and discussing different areas in different, different prices. In the second price, the term of Eina Asal was referring specifically to the upper edge or the rim of the Kli, but the walls of the bowl are still considered a Makush Asal a place where the dough is filling the need to close up a crack. So whereas the first price is talking about the side walls of the bowl as a Makush Asal Chazik, Rav Shimon in the first price refers even to the side walls of the bowl as a Makush Eina Asal as although it's used for kneading of the dough, but it's still in comparison to the bottom of the bowl, which is used in order that the water doesn't seep out, that's considered a makam she'asal chazik as compared to this area, which is considered a makam she'asal chazik. And therefore, the first price states that a kazayis on bottom of the kli is bottle like Rav Shimon Blaza, since it's holding the water into the bowl, and therefore that's chashim, and therefore it's going to be bottle. But if it's on the side wall, it's not bottle, since it's not a makamayim, and this dough that's stuffing up this crack is not fulfilling a chashim atafkid, and therefore, since it's a full kazayis as well, and a full kazayis is a dove chashim, so therefore it can't be bottle. While less than a kazayis is even bottle on the side wall, since it's not a dove chashim, and it's performing some sort of a function of closing up a hole in a makam lisha. But if it's completely lisha, for example, at the top edge of the bowl, then even a pachas kazayis would need beer, since it's not performing any function at all, and therefore it can't be bottle. Now, the second right, so when using the phrase makam asl chazik, is referring specifically to the side wall, and it's mahani portrait, it's helping fulfill a crack for some sort of function, even if it's only a small function, to help in the kneading process. And therefore, it's only bottle if it's less than a kazayas. But if it's full kazayas, then as we said before, it's not bottle unless it's on the bottom of the bowl, which the second brisa is not discussing at all. And when the brisa discusses the makam she'in asal chazik in the second brisa, the term of ein asal chazik is actually referring to a place where it's not being mechazik at all, like the top rim of the bowl. And in that case, even if it's less than a kazayas, it would not be bottle, and you need to be now Rashi says two lines in the middle of the wide lines. The klala both of these braces are suffer yana filopakus bechazayis over shulayma filokazayis ain over and the finest kazayis over pachus bechazayis ain over. And if you work out the two braces, it works out very gishmak. And the Gemara continues where Rav Ashi will explain what it meant by the top of the bowl. Um, Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi says loytema don't say shloyma makimlisha agabod the agna that what we're talking about is the outside of the kli which is on the top by the lip. Ella ashift the agna it's even referring to the top inside rim, even over there, it's not considered a makam chashev at all. So tomorrow, pshita, that's pasha, you're not using it for any purpose, but tomorrow says, you might think that at some point, the dough might rise up and go even in that area, and therefore, you could be using that area, and maybe it is has some sort of chashivas to that, kamash that there's no chashivas at all to in the rim of the bowl itself. And it comes out from this gemara, there are three actual categories in a bowl. The bottom of the bowl is the most chashev used because the water will seep out unless you have something that's closing up the crack. The side walls use it for kneading and therefore you need to crack it up but it's not as important like Rash says it's Mahani Porto L'chazek Isa Kishim Meshavshim V'loshim and therefore in that case it is bottled to some degree. However, the third category is the upper lip of the bowl which has no chashivas and no real usage at all. And the Gemara continues Amar Rav Rav says Allah Kerab Shem the Allah follows the dinner of Shem that we said before that if you have a kupat sa'ar Yeshiva butler, that if you have a block of sa'ar that you set aside for Yeshiva it's bottle, even though it is still more than a kazayas. How can you say that's what Rav said? But 
The only time you say that this block of sorry bottle is only if you took cement and put it on it and therefore you can't eat it. Tach in its mash, but only if you smeared it. Loy tach loy, but if you didn't smear it, that would not be the dinner. That's not like Rabbi Shimon Laza, who said that it's going to be bottle as long as it's been for yeshiva, you didn't have to be tach petit. There is a machlekes in what Rav said. Rav Nachman said in Rav Halach is like Rabbi Shimon Laza, and Rabbi Zuba Ashi said in Rav that Halach is not like Rabbi Shimon Laza because you have to be battled by placing cement on it. The Gemara continues. Ekdami, I'll just say, Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Rav, ain't Halach Rabbi Shimon Laza. He actually said that Halach is not like Rabbi Shimon Laza, and he is exactly the same as Rabbi Zuba Ashi saying in the name of Rav that in Tach Pener Betet Butla. So if we see Tach In Loi Tach Loi, as we just explained, Amar Rav Nachman, Meshmul Shnei Chatzay Zaysim, the two half of a Zaysim of Chametz, the Chutzal Butzer Benaim, and there's a strand of dough that's between them that's holding them together in two different cracks. So now we said before that if you have two half a zaysim, even if there are multiple cracks, we don't say that they're starve. However, since they have this chut that's actually holding them together, you might eat them starve. and therefore roy and kol if you would pick up this piece of dough from the chut itself, it would actually be strong enough that it would actually pick it up together and therefore it's considered attached, so therefore chayv levar. Now we look at it as one zayis and therefore you have to get rid of it. However, if it would not pull together, it would break apart, therefore it's considered like two separate chatzay zaysim and therefore you're not being chayv levar. Of course, this is going to be dependent on how you learned the first member of Rabbi Yudah Mishmol, the second member, and the first b'risa, and the second b'risa, based on what we just learned from Rabbi Shem ben The only time we said these dinim of getting rid of a chatzay zayis or a zayis, and there's a shayla, which ones you have to get rid of, which not, is only by a bowl. Even if you have a half a zayis, you have to get rid of it. My time, what's the reason? Because maybe you have two areas in a house where you have cracks, where you filled up with dough, and you have half zayis in each one, and now if they'll come off and you'll be cleaning it and then it'll come off and fall onto the ground they'll get together and become a kezayis and you'll be over on Balyurah Balyumatse Amu'ula Balyumarav we had a shayla in the west in Eretz Yisrael Ba'is Balyumah what would be if it's not a house but it would be a house as well as a second story Ma'a what would be the din over there do you have to worry if they'll get together or is this similar to the Reba the same din the shayla would be Ba'is Vachsadrumah if you have Ba'is Vachsadrumah which is an opening towards the house but was an open type of area what would be the din in that case Shnei Batim and what would be the if it was actually two houses? So therefore, even though it's not one house, but it's still a house, maybe over there we have to be worried that maybe they get together, and therefore you would have to worry about a half a in one house and half a in the other. And the Gemara ends off, take you, that we end off this Shiloh with the take and we will stop over here.